What is up, peeps? Welcome to episode uh, 15. Before we start, we have a special message. Uh, breaking news about 30, 40 minutes ago. Gabe Kapler, Tandick got fired. So he sent us a message uh, when we hit 20,000 followers. So we just thought it was appropriate to play it right now. And that's what we're going to kick the show off with. What's up, Drunk Phil's fans on Facebook? Miss you guys so much now that I'm out west kicking ass. Hey, it's me, it's Cap, Gabe Kapler, a.k.a. Tam Dick, a.k.a. Coconut Boy. Love it. Hey, congrats on reaching the milestone of 20,000 followers. So cool. It's awesome. Phil's, you know, the Phil's would be lucky to draw that much in a homestand in the middle of the pennant race. But uh, all my best to you guys, the drunk Phil's fans on Facebook, one of my favorite groups. Hey, listen, man, time to celebrate. Draw back, light a scented candle, maybe crank up that curveball machine, break out the coconut oil, and have at it, man. <laughs> so that was actually Joe Conklin that did that for us, and it was, like, so nice of him to, uh, you know, Chris uh, has a connection to, to get to Conklin. And uh, before we start, let me just put up uh, our normal DPF on tap on the back here. Um, Oh, Chris or John, could you switch it over? <laughs> I, I I didn't want to show. Uh, so uh, this is like one of my signed uh, pieces from Gabe. It actually says, you know, a Chris apply the coconut oil in a circular motion. Best speed. Uh, I ain't got to do that no more. Gabe got fired and, you know, we're going to have a little bit of a party here. So hold on a second. Let me stand up. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> no drawers tonight. No more game drawers. Uh, you know what? It's done. Uh, uh, we're going to hang me somewhere in the garage uh, forever. Yo, listen. What about today? Let, let me get uh, Gabe off here and so we can, like, uh, everyone isn't distracted. I'm going to put up uh, our normal... Uh, picture of the uh dpf on tap yeah there we go so that's much better um so wow like how about what's happening today gabe kapler gets fired 30 minutes before we're going on uh i'm i'm looking at tiktok and youtube and instagram all day because man i love seeing the fucking new york assholes the mets fans like have flooding like <laughs> The fucking subways are a disaster. It's fucking amazing. I'm fucking loving life. Gabe Kapler, you know, the New York subways and the Mets and the and Queens, even though the Phillies game got canceled, like absolutely like loving that. And then like the next thing is like, yo, fucking Tupac's murderers found. Jesus Christ. How fucking I awesome that is one. this? I yeah, Tupac's murderers yeah. found. I'm going to pour some out for him. Right here at the garage. I'm only kidding. I ain't pouring shit out. <laughs> we don't waste beer. I will never waste anything like that. Uh, so what we're going to talk about today is getting uh, it back into it. Uh, Dugan's going to give us like a recap of the Pirates and the Mets series. Um, maybe we'll look ahead to the Mets. I, I don't. I don't know what that is. Like we don't give a shit. Uh, we're going to do DPF awards. For the fills so this is like the three of us made up whatever we wanted to make up uh awards for the current team uh we'll then look at the playoff picture then we're just gonna like answer some comments questions uh and then just kind of have a conversation about the upcoming playoffs we are going to have a special uh show on monday um which is going to be more of our playoff preview but i'm excited and i think all of us want to talk about it today oh, yeah. so dugan okay. kick us off uh, what do you got for you know what happened? What just happened? Yeah, well, Chris, you're you're normally the uh, the singer of the group, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna break out in a little song today. Oh, meet the oh. Mets, meet the Mets, step right up and beat the Mets, and that's what the I fucking Phillies just did. Phillies sweep the Mets in a four game series at home. I I don't know if we could have had more fun in those four days. Beating the Mets is the best thing that happens uh, all season. Uh, but game one. The Phils took game one 5-4 uh, with uh, Ranger getting the start. And Ranger 
not a great outing, six and two-thirds, four earned runs, kind of typical for the way he's been pitching of late. I'd like to see him pitch a little better, especially heading into the playoffs. But uh, Kimbrell, he continues to be a little bit of a thorn in our side. Uh, he, he didn't blow that game, but he did give up two hits and kind of made it a little nerve-wracking there in the eighth inning. Uh, but it looks like the Phillies have, have really turned to Alvarado as their closer right now, and he came in and got the save. Um, and in that game, Castellanos had a huge day with, with uh, four RBIs and a home run. Um, so it was a nice 5-4 win to open that series. Then we move into the game two, which I have dubbed the fuck Scott Rowland game because that was Scott Rowland night. And the Phils also won that game 5-4. Um, in that game, uh, Taiwan Walker pitched pretty well. Six innings in that game, two earned runs. Um, but then we got to watch the bullpen implode, and we had Soto give up a home run to Lindor in the eighth, and then Kimbrell gave up the home run to Batty in the ninth. Um, so the Phillies had to win that game in extra innings. Uh, on offense, it was Romuto with a big three-run homer. It was nice to see JT finally do something at home. Uh, hopefully he's going to start heating up, especially with the first round of the playoffs being here at CBP. We're going to need him to, to start hitting, and uh, – my guy Bohm with a with a with an RBI single in the tenth that that won that game in walk off fashion. Uh, game three, which I've dubbed the DPF Garage Party Day, because that's when we had our watch party um, at the garage, and what a great time it was, and it was awesome getting to meet the winners and and everybody, and and uh, really have a fun day. And not only that, it might be the first watch party that we've had where the Phillies actually won the game. So that's it important. Was even we were talking about that. <laughs> it's like the kiss so, of death. <laughs> but so it was great. The garage was packed. Everybody was yelling, chanting. A lot of fuck the Mets going on that day. But in that game, Wheeler was dominant. Um, he was charged with five runs, three earned. But it was really the defense's fault. Uh, in the first inning, Wheeler or Turner kicked one that that cost them two runs. So they were they were both unearned. But then later in the game, the sixth or seventh inning, Rojas misplayed one uh, that ended up costing the Phillies three runs. So we were getting charged with three run runs, but he probably shouldn't have given up any in that game. He was he was dominant. Um, Harper had a nice day with a home run and three RBIs, and Bohm also contributed with a home run in that game in a 7-5 win. Then game four uh, with the sweep, Christopher Sanchez again. Awesome. Awesome. Seven innings. Two earned runs, 10 Ks, looked great. Uh, Casty had a homer, two RBIs. JT drove in two. And we got to see Orion Kirkring make his major league debut. And that kid was electric. That's John's boy. I could see him pumping uh, his yeah. fist over there. Kid love was it, electric. I mean, that slider, sweeper, whatever you want to call it, that thing moves. It just disappears. And he ended up Nasty. with <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a clean inning. Uh, ground out and two strikeouts in that in his debut, and he looked at all the bit of, of of a closer that night. Like he just looked like he came in, he threw strikes, and he was dominant. So it was really great to see. The other important thing that happened in that game was Michael Lorenzen came in and and pitched and got the save. So it was nice to see Lorenzen bounce back after his first relief outing where he got roughed up pretty good uh, to come out and throw a clean inning there. Um, so it was nice four game sweep and somewhere along those lines, I can't remember which game it was. The Phillies were actually responsible for eliminating the Mets from playoff contention. So not only did we sweep them, we, we put the final nail in the coffin on their, on their 500 and something million billion dollar season, whatever the fuck they spent. And uh, Chris, what did you think about Sanchez's uh, change up? Like, and what did you think about the slider from Kirk ring? And why I asked that is because it reminds me of like Hamill's Lidge. Yeah, I was just going to say the same thing. I, I, I haven't seen a left-handed uh, change-up like that since Hamels. I mean, that thing was just falling off the table. And he was, throw, he was thrown in any count. He had complete confidence in it when he was behind the count or ahead in the count. I think I think all 10 strikeouts that he had that game were on the change-up. Swing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yes. So he was, yeah. you know, total confidence. The hitters, for whatever reason, they weren't picking up the spin um, you know, which is which is great because you want your changeup to look just like your fastball, and uh, just have a little something off it enough and enough movement that it, it keeps them off the barrel or or swing and miss, which is what he got. And then you know, Kirkring. I mean, they showed the one behind the plate, you know, camera angle, and that thing must have moved four feet. Jesus it's, Christ! 
Yeah, outrageous. it was last strikeout. He got it up underneath the guy's hands. Looked like it started on the outside corner, and it ended up under his hands. He couldn't even, you know, swing at it. You know where he started and where it ended was was unbelievable. And if the kid could throw the ball like that, you know, give you, you know, they they got a good one for for a long time. I mean, he's only twenty two. You know, I'm I'm expecting him to be on this playoff roster, and I expect to see him get some some big innings in the playoff. So um, yep. four game sweep. Eliminated the Mets. Got to see Kirkering's uh, debut. Um, so it was all, all in all, it was a great four games against the Mets. Really fun, really exciting. Then we moved into the Pirates, uh, and while we're while we're going, yeah, you know, that Mets series, that Phillies magic number kept dwindling, dwindling, dwindling to clinch not only a playoff spot but to clinch the number one seed in the wild card. So we had the opportunity, the first game of that series, to to clinch everything. And uh, our boy Nola, he went out there and pitched a pretty good game. Uh, six, six and two thirds, only one earned run. Did give up a home run to to Reynolds, a long one. But other than that, he was he was on. He looked really, really good. It's, it's like two or three starts in a row now. Noel has looked pretty good. Um, hopefully, he's rounded into shape in time because he is going to pitch game two in the playoffs. Um, but is that, that game fastball also- to left handers, like you know that Greg Maddox one, where it looks like it's going to be inside and escape, and you know yeah. just scrapes the inside of the plate, like that's it. That's and the I one we that's need the, to see. That's the key for him because I think too many times in his starts, he gets away from it. He starts getting yep. curveball heavy or you know breaking ball heavy. He's got to stick with that fastball because that 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 sets everything else up. And uh, yep. I think hopefully these last couple starts, he's been more going to that pitch more and more and more, and you know he's been more and more effective. So uh, hopefully that 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 goes back to being his go-to pitch for him. Um, also in that game though, we had Kimbrel come in and give up another home run. I mean, he just continues to 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 give up runs um, when he comes into games. And it was another home run, and that's, that seems to be another issue, uh, is he's giving up the long ball, along with walking guys. He's just – right now, I think uh, clinching with this much – with this many games left is probably the best for a guy like Kimball to just get away from a little bit. He's not going to be put in pressure situations. I'm sure they're going to try and get him an inning or two here or there just to try and get him right. But he's a guy I think that just needs to step away and and get his mind right and, and then come back and hopefully be the Kimball we saw in the first half of the season and not the second half. But another one of John's guys in that game, uh, Johan Rojas with with the RBI single that uh, walked us off. Uh, Pache scored and the Phillies ended up winning that game and clinching and then it was all hell broke loose and with the with the partying in the in the locker room and. Um, yeah, you know, everybody having fun and Chris climbing poles at Common in Frankfurt, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. like what is it like everyone? Like is it Common in Frankfurt or Frankfurt and Cotman? I don't know. Like Chris and I and John are from the area. What do you guys say? I say Frankfurt and Cotman. Uh yeah, okay. Cotman and Frankfurt. I say Cotman's the main road, yeah. I would say. So. Okay. Cotman and Frankfurt. But, yeah. yeah, that's probably what whatever, I but it's too, a, it's, but it's I... the party spot when the, when yeah. all of our sports teams do well. So so that game, game two of that series, the hangover game, poor Ranger got got that start again. And last year, if we remember, I think he gave up six six earned runs in like three. Yeah, he got hammered last game. year. Yeah, yeah, well, this, this start wasn't much better. He gave up right. four and two thirds. Um, the Phils were down, you know, five nothing at one point. It kind of looked like that typical. Uh, we don't even give a shit. We're hungover. But uh, I think that game showed. Stubbs is like a superhero. That guy was so drunk the night before, and he, he comes back and hits a three-run homer. You know, so he's kind of he's kind of like the 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 DPF god. You know, he's like our guy, Stubby. Totally. You know, uh, with a big three-run homer, Sosa homer, Harper homer, and John's boy Kirkring gets his first major league win um, coming in. It was nice. You know, he got himself into a little bit of a jam. He, gave, he walked the yeah. guy, gave up a hit. But he came back with two Ks, you know, pitched pitch just out of it, which was nice to see. Um, see him pitch out of a little bit of trouble, and 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 uh, he can do it, and he didn't kind of fold under the pressure there. Um, and then game three of uh, that series last night, more kind of a uh, just a uh, keep keep Wheeler sharp type game. He only pitched four innings, one earned run. Uh, Strom struggled a little bit, giving up two earned runs in an inning. But again, Lorenzen came in and pitched two shutout innings. So hopefully, maybe he's adjusting to this bullpen role and can be a guy that that we can count on in the playoffs. Uh, we had a Schwarbaum 
and Turner with two doubles and three hits overall. So it was nice to see Turner start to get going again. But the biggest story of last night's game was Angel Hernandez. And uh, I mean, I don't, I don't even think Harper moved like his shoulder moved, you know, like, yeah. Angel Hernandez, every game he does seems to be – he has to be the show. Something happens in every game that guy umpires. And last night was just ridiculous. Um, nice moment, though. Harper tosses the helmet. He ends up signing it for the kid. So turn a, turn a negative into a positive. You know, we're not really worried about the Phillies winning these games at this point. It's more about just guys staying sharp enough to be ready to roll into the playoffs. Uh, so win or lose wasn't really that important. Um, just trying to make sure nobody – gets hurt, um, and everybody stays sharp. So they end up taking two out of three from the Pirates, sweep the Mets. So really nice, you know, six out of seven homestand for the Phils heading into this last weekend against the Mets and then into the playoffs. But really nice, really nice homestand for the Phils. Yeah. And um, yes. I was there I was there last night, so um, I watched that with thing with Harper, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? I see them charging up the third base line. I'm like, he said he was out. I'm like, are you kidding? He said he went. And my mom, my mom don't know any. I was there with my mom. My mom don't know anything about baseball. She's like, well, if if he's out, why is it that the home plate? Why is it that guy at third place, uh, third base, is a uh, job to say he's out? I said, because he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> mom gets that. That's all. That's all I had to say. Uh, she's like. Uh, I was like, that's it, Mom, that's it. Like yeah. he, he didn't even he barely even moved. Like Yeah. yeah like, horrible call. Horrible call. And it's it's horrible that remember he was down, I think, to start the year until maybe after the all star break, if I'm not mistaken. He was down in the minors and then I don't know why they brought him up. They should have just kept him down there. Yeah, I know he I think I, I was reading somewhere where he was down there because he had back surgery, so he was kinda like I guess an umpire rehab assignment, you know, he was down in the minors. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's, he's terrible. He's, he, I mean, hey, behind the play, on bad. the base, how can you screw up being the third base umpire? How many freaking calls a game do you have to make as the third I base mean, umpire? I think unions are important and integral to the American society. Right. But they're protecting the umpires union, protecting him because they can't okay. fire him. Like, this dude is horrendous. Yeah. He is absolutely, you know, brutal, terrible, not good. Um, so I have a little bit of other news, and, like, the Angel Hernandez things comes into it. So it's like, uh, this is like a good segue. So I was sitting here just, you know, trying to get some beers in before the, uh, before the game, uh, before the podcast, and uh, I got a text. Uh, and this text is an important text. And I think everyone's going to like it, but you have to do something about what I'm going to tell you right now. It's not just like, hey, you know, I have an announcement. So what happened was, I don't know if you know this, but we had a uh, a beer connection last playoffs with Von C. Um, their Von C Vienna Lager became a gold medal, gold medal winner. So... I got a text from Jay at Von C and he wants to do this again. And the text was beautiful. It was literally minutes before we went on. And it basically said, you know what? We did this last year. They went far. Like, let's do it again this year. I'm superstitious. And I know you are. So you have to reach out to Von C and say, we want the 700 level logger. So it's, you know, DPF approved, uh, and I, I don't know if it's going to happen, but Jay Von C wants to do it. Um, I'm interested. Chris, John, what do you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. That was great last year. And we had the, you know, the event at Von C and had some people come and we're giving out our stickers and walking around. It was, it was a great day and it was great to be uh, associated with Von C. It was, it was excellent. Yeah. Also, so it's a great I, taste in brew, too. It sure is. It's, it tastes great. I mean, gold medal winning, and I want to give a couple shout-outs. Yeah. So, like, the guy that did this, uh, did the logo, his name's Colin, and Colin is awesome. He does some logos, and, you know, he's an incredible artist. But, like, this is him here. Uh, so, like, he, you know, he's like, what, what do you want? And I kind of, we talked, Chris and I talked to him and said, you know, we want, like, a 700-level dude. 
and uh, we want, uh, you know, he put a vendor in. So he actually like grabbed a, a, what would look like a 70s vendor. You know, we're looking at the 700 level of the vet. Um, and it's going to be really difficult or impossible for you to see. But in Colin's hat, he has FAH, which is fuck Angel Hernandez. So he built that in as a little Easter egg. It would be in the new brew. Uh, if, if they do it, but I think Von C wants to hear from everyone. So go on their page, uh, comment to them, send a message, say we want 700 level lager. It's a Vienna lager, uh, easy drinking, uh, got, got us to the world series last year. Uh, maybe it'll get us further this year. I don't know. Uh, but I, I just thought that was kind of awesome. Uh, it's not yet to be happened or signed, but it's possible. Uh, if you haven't had Von C, it's incredible. Um, go out and get any of their beer. They are uh, the descendants of Schmidt's Brewery. So the people that are working there are related to them. So if your grandfather or your dad ever had Schmidt's, it's them who made it. And they actually have the Schmidt's recipe, and it's called the uh, OG uh, Pilsner Uh which is also incredible. All their stuff's good. It's a great time. Like Chris said, we've been there tons of times. Uh, great beer. Awesome people. Uh, maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. But uh, it's up to you at this point is what kind of we're saying. I says, well, if the people want it. Let's do it. Um, yeah, so let's, let's get some steam behind it. Yeah. Let's let's see what happens. Uh, before we go to the uh, next section, which we're going to kind of like talk about the uh, our DPF awards, uh, I'm going to do some comments because I see they're piling up. So I'm going to I'm going to kind of show these now. Uh, Josh, appreciate you always being on here. Let's go. Uh, lead groundskeeper for Phil's. Uh, I. When I see like long words like that, and I've had a few, I'm like, all right, I have to like make sure I'm not like fucking this up. I think that Yo! was Gabe. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that makes yeah. sense. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was a German word. <laughs> that, that's what I thought. I was like, even Skandinavians, lead ground skipper. <laughs> uh, Garrett, uh, Garrett, man, you are our dudes. Uh, Fuck Angel Hernandez, no doubt. Uh, Max, also our dude. Fuck the Mets. Appreciate Fuck the that. Mets. <laughs> uh, Donna, cat makes me sick. So it's funny. Like Donna, I think you're somewhere in the area. I'm not sure. I think you go to the Rooster. I think we may have been there at the same time. Um, I have something special that you I, you may not like from what I'm hearing. So this is like. And I don't know if you can see it, but it's uh, it's Gabe's special coconut sauce. So it's a little bit of a spray, and you can just spray it on these things like this. And oh, that's nice. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that's nice. <laughs> Gabe doesn't know coaching. Uh, he does ripe. not know coaching. Uh, but Gabe, Gabe knows coconut. That's that, that's that was fucking nice. Uh, you know what? I love that Gabe got fired with a couple games left. Like that's the ultimate fuck you. We're not gonna let you play out the string. Fuck you. You're terrible. Talking about yep. analytics and all this bullshit. Get uh. the fuck out of here. Love that. Uh, Donna again with a fuck Hernandez. Did you see the thing uh, with Gabe the other night with the, the real awkward pitching exchange where he was trying to make the pitching change and the yeah. pitcher was like knocking his hand down. Like, no, you're not, uh, you're not like, that was so weird. Like, I'm, I don't think I've ever seen that with any other manager. Like I've seen mm -hmm. the pitcher like argue, like he didn't want to come out of the game, but right. never like knocking his hand away and not like high, like moving the ball. So he couldn't, he couldn't take it. Like that was, that was really odd. Yeah. yeah, I was just showing my wife the other day. It was, I think it was the 76 or 77 uh, playoffs. And it was Lasorda and Doug Rao is out there for the Dodgers. Doug Rao just gave up uh, a home run to a right-hander, and he's right-handed. So Lasorda comes out, he's mic'd up, and he says, Hey, Dougie, you know, you're done. We're, we're going go to the, uh, we're gonna go to another righty. And he's like, you know, Tommy, I'm feeling good. And Tommy, like, I, I love Tommy Lasorda. He's like, I don't give a fuck if you're feeling good. You just gave a fucking 500-foot bomb. Just give me the fucking ball and get in the fucking dugout. He's like, Tommy, I'm not leaving until, you know, like, I, I think I'm okay. I, I can get this guy. 
He's like, this is my fucking job as a fucking manager. Get in the fucking dugout. Stop making a fucking scene and get the fuck out of here. So YouTube that. Tommy Lasorda and Doug Rowell. I don't remember, but it was like late 70s. But okay. Chris, like, yeah, it, it's I, like, I just watched that the other day. Yeah. It's 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 amazing, but it's hilarious. I, I, maybe that's one of the things where like Gabe kind of like lost it, you know. And yeah. like if a guy's doing that, that's you, you don't have yeah, they don't respect, respect the you. Dude. Yeah, they don't yeah. respect you at all. Yeah. I, I do follow him or the Drunk Phil's fans Instagram follows him. And like I saw him and he was doing like a video the other day and he's like it, and it just made me insane. And I do hate him like really a lot. Uh, and he's sitting there with I think two other guys and he's like, hey, you know, and he's like doing like the tough guy voice. Hey, uh, I just want to be here with you and talk baseball and chop it up. Don't say chop it up. That's a fucking <laughs> stupid term. As soon as he said that, I was like, fuck Tandek. You know, like, yeah. what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Fuck Tandek. You know, as yep. soon as you see That's that. all you can do. That's all you can do. <laughs> uh, Desmond's good evening, gentlemen. God bless. God bless you too, Desmond. I appreciate that. We need all the God we can get. Uh, Richard got a little uh, LMAO. Uh, John, it was great to be at a few of the same games. Can't wait till Tuesday. We're, we'll be in our section looking for you. Okay. So there you go, John. Uh, Josh, Coconut Commando. <laughs> I, I've never like I, I've never felt so like free at a podcast right now. I mean, I'm glad. I'm sure everyone's glad that it's like just you know the top part. But man, this feels fucking good. I got to tell you, I feel a lot freer. I'm like you know saying what I want and the you know the coconut like. Uh, I got to tell you, when we played the Giants a couple weeks ago, now I love the Tandic. That is awesome. But John put up a, a meme on uh, on the page that was uh, the Forrest Gump meme, and he called him Lieutenant Tan instead of Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> I fucking laughed my ass off at that meme, Lieutenant Tan. Like, that was just – that was fucking so funny. I mean, the, the, the Tan Dick jokes, the, the Kapler jokes could go on forever, but Lieutenant Tan was uh, – that was up there, John. That was a good one. That was a really yeah. That good was one. that was excellent stuff. <laughs> you guys are just killing it on the page with, uh, you know, you know, and and that's what we are, right? It's constant updates during the game, in the moment, uh, funny things or things that we think are funny, and I'm glad you guys do too because we're always laughing either at like our internal DPF admin group texts. Uh, or when someone else posts something and there's been often times where two of us are kind of like posting the same thing, you know, one beats someone and I'm like, Oh my God, like we're both thinking the same thing here. We're like share the same brain. It's, it's amazing. Uh, a few more, we'll do three more and then we're going to uh, head to John and he's going to give us our, his uh, start off with the awards. So Nancy, uh, our update from the minors made a Ryan's debut extra nice. I agree with that. And, you know, Chris already said it. John, great job. You identified you. this guy. You knew he was going to be one of the ones we had to look out for. Uh, he amazed all of us. And that special moment with dad, you yeah. know, oh, that's man. what baseball is. That's We haven't talked about that, but that's it. That moment there was everything to me personally. Because you think like, man, I'm never going to be there. But like my dad was there when I did certain things. Yeah. And like, I'm sure he felt that way. And you felt that emotion. Me now as a dad, uh, I was like, yeah, you're, it's a pride thing. All yeah. of that work, all of that, uh, you know, struggle putting into it. So that was a beautiful moment. And that's why I love baseball more than other sports. And I love other sports. But baseball is it's different. With me. Yeah. And I was I was I was glad I was there. Um like I, th I thought I was his dad because <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike put in the group chat. He's like, your boy. He's like, I don't know who's more excited for you, his dad or you. Cause I'm up there in the hall of fame club, only a couple sections away from like Dabrowski and them suite. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I thought I had a tear in my eye. I'm like fist bumping. I'm like, yeah. And I was like, oh, hi. Dabrowski saw me and smiled. And I, I gave him a thumbs up. I'm like, thank you for bringing this kid here, you know? So it was, it was yeah, great awesome. seeing it in person. Yeah. Uh, Don. So Don is like one of the OG uh, DPF guys during the uh, winter. We're playing strat, not together, but we're playing it simultaneously. So Don's like one of my good guys that I always talk to 
throughout the winter, we're kind of hot stoving every day playing Stratomatic. And we'll get into what Stratomatic is probably another podcast, but it's another passion of mine. Uh, Kelly Lynn Combs. It's a new name I, to me, but Kelly, like, fuck the Mets and fuck Gabe. Uh, I, I love that. We love you. And, you know, anyone who says, all right. And another Chris, uh, we got three Chris's here all saying fuck the Mets. So I'm going to uh, pull this off and hide it. And John, we're going to go to you. Uh, what's your DPF regular season awards? Okay. I got, I got, I kind of got several, but I'm going to just read them off real fast and not take up yep. too much time. But uh, I figured I'd make some up. Um, I got the fuck the haters award. That goes to Alec Bohm. Because all year long, I was tired, tired, exhausted, tired of hearing people shit on this kid. And all he did was hit. And all he did was work his ass off. And he's had a great year. And my priest, my preseason prediction of 25 homers and 100 RBIs, I'm sorry, 90 RBIs, not far off. He passed the 90 RBIs. He's got 95. He's got 19 homers right now. I'll take that. I'll take that any year. He's going far and above and beyond. I got the Belt of Orion Award for Kirkering. Just great, phenomenal year. I don't want to beat the bush about I I've mentioned him a couple, you know, We've mentioned him a couple times the last couple weeks. Uh, the Learn How to Bunt Award goes to the whole team, but specifically, <laughs> specifically that's JT. That's a great one. I love that. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. Specifically except for JT. Garrett Stubbs. Yeah, <laughs> except for Garrett. Garrett's cool. Garrett should actually teach the freaking class. Yeah. But um, especially JT, since I mentioned on a couple episodes ago, he only has one bunt in his career, and it was not here. I got the Luggage Award. For Jake Cave, fucking pack it. <laughs> uh, I got the cut. This is a good one, though. This is, like, actually sincere. This one, comeback player of the year. Nicky three buttons, man. Like, can we give him a, like, yeah. what a what, yeah. what a what a turnaround from last year, man. And you know what's scary, John, about Nicky is his numbers are, you know, 30 homers, 100-plus RBIs, and he's had long stretches of, not doing shit, Terrible. you know, like, yeah. especially like after the all-star break, could you imagine if he was consistent throughout the year, we might be talking 40 and 120, you know, exactly. if, if he, if he was consistent, but he's had, I mean, compared to last year, it's night and day and his defense and right field has been, has been phenomenal. You know, he's right. really improved as an outfielder and, and his, and you know, some big clutch hits. So hopefully, you know, we're getting that Nick heading into the playoffs, but yeah, great one there. Comeback player of the year. Definitely. Yeah. And um, I got the Golden Meatball Award. That goes to our boy Nola. Keep serving them up, and we're going to be at an early exit, pal. <laughs> <laughs> the Rosin Bag of Shit Award goes to Angel Hernandez. Well, because he's an asshole. <laughs> there's no, Simple. There's, no more, there's nothing more to say. Simple. I got the K&A Award goes to Topper, because I don't know what kind of meth he's on when he makes these lineups sometimes. And, uh... The wall, and finally, my last award goes, it's the Waldo Award, because where the fuck did we find Ro Rodolfo Castro? And <laughs> <laughs> we need to lose him again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you might need to throw him in a, a different puzzle there. <laughs> what do you got, Dugan? <laughs> All right, so I, I, only, I put down three. I came up with three awards. Probably could have came up with 100 more, but for the, the sake of time. So the first one I came up with was the We Not Me Award. And I'm giving that to Bryce Harper. Um, not only did he come back early from injury, probably about two months earlier than anyone expected, and kind of got right back in and started hitting. You know, he wasn't hitting for power early in the season, but he was still hitting around 300. But he went to the team when, you know, Hoskins got hurt and then Hall got hurt. And first base was a glaring hole on this team. And he went and said, hey, when I'm ready to play, I wanna, I'll play first base. And he's taught himself to be a pretty damn good first baseman. Uh, which really solidified not only that position for the Phillies, but gave the Phillies an opportunity to make some changes out in the outfield that improved their overall defense. Uh, so to date, Harper's played 35 games at first base. He's had 273 chances with only one error. So that's a 996 fielding percentage. And that's, that's, that's coming out and doing something for the team uh, that the team needed. And, and he could fill that role. So, 
you know, Bryce Harper, he just does it all for the Phillies. And, and this is another opportunity where he where he stepped up and, and, and filled a hole that they needed. Um, I'm going to go back in time a little bit and I'm going to give out the 1993 Kevin Stocker Award. Um, if you remember the 93 Phillies, shortstop was a, a black hole for that team. And Stocker came up in July and he ended up hitting about 324, played some solid defense and helped that team through the postseason and into the World Series. And that's going to uh, to our guy, Johan Rojas. You know, he kind of came up mid-July or early July. He's played 57 games, hitting 298, 22 RBIs, and 14 stolen bases. But more importantly, he's he's probably been the best center fielder the Phillies have had since Gary Maddox. Uh, the way he tracks a ball yeah. down out there. Um, and his emergence, along with Harper playing first base, has allowed the Phillies to get Schwarber out of left field and put him in the DH role and have Marsh out and left or Cave. Either one of those guys, obviously Marsh, but even Cave is an upgrade defensively over over Schwarber. Uh, so the entire team became better once Rojas got here, not only for what he brought to the team, but what they were able to do with the lineup once he was here. And he's a guy I think he needs to play every day in the playoffs. Right-handed pitcher, left-handed pitcher, whoever we're facing, Rojas needs to play. Uh, the kid, the kid's electric, he's exciting, and his defense speaks for itself. Um, and the last award I came up with was the One Man's Trash is Another Man's Treasure Award. And that's going to my guy, Jeff Hoffman. Where would the Phillies be without Jeff Hoffman when you had Kimbrel struggling, Sir Anthony struggling, Alvarado has struggled, Soto has struggled? He seems to be the one mainstay in the bullpen that really hasn't struggled. And he's now getting bigger opportunities coming in later in games, more high leverage stuff. But in 53 games, Hoffman has thrown 52 innings. He's got a 5-2 and two record, 68 Ks, and a .923 whip for the Phillies. And this was a guy that he didn't have a home. He didn't have a team. He was a guy the Phillies brought in when Harper was rehabbing to have Harper face live pitching. And that's how they, the reason they brought Hoffman in. And they were so impressed with how he threw in those simulated games to Harper, he ended up getting a contract, and now he's one of our most reliable guys. So, you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure, and I'm happy to have Jeff Hoffman. So those are my three. Chris, what do you got? Jesus, man, this is tough. I hate going last here because the, you guys did such an awesome job. Uh, so my first award, I'm calling it the Zero Fucks Award. Uh, it was tough. Uh, you know, I put the votes out there. I had to recount them a few times because there's two guys that are like right up there with Zero Fucks. Uh, it was Ranger and Nick. Um, you know, Ranger, like, I, I'm not sure he has a pulse sometimes when a ball's hit back to him. Because he's kind of like reading, you know, the words on it, you know, counting the stitches, and then he throws it over to uh, first. And then Nick, th the epitome of Nick was like, you know, T-Mac asked him the question the other day, and he's like, you know, hey, Nick, uh, what did you learn from this year? It's a terrible question. Because, like, you know that Nick's going to be like, I'm going to say something terrible here. And he says absolutely nothing. Uh, and for that, it was so close at the very end, Nick Castellanos won the Zero Fox Award. Uh, I, I think he cares, but it seems like he doesn't care in some <laughs> ways, and he has this nonchalant. So I, I love that about Tim. Um, he probably don't care I, about the award either. No, he doesn't. He he he. I asked him to be here to accept it. He's like, you know, like you just take it or whatever. And I was like, all right, that's fine, Nick. Um, just unbutton three buttons and, you know, because I asked him, I says, can I do four? And he's like, dude, I, if I were you, I wouldn't do one. But, like, that's you. Like, do what you need to do. I get it. So I appreciate the honesty. Uh, the next award is the Bluto Blutarski Award. Uh, if you're not familiar with Bluto Blutarski, he is from, you know, National Lampoon's, you know, you know, National Lampoon, right? So it was John Belushi and he's like in college, he's like a 15th year senior. Um, and he's like the party guy. He's like the guy that makes things happen. You're not really sure why he's there. He has a purpose, but it's so minimal, but he's like, he's pumping everyone else up. He's having a good time. He's playing music. Garrett Stubbs, you know what? Uh, and, and Garrett Stubbs almost won the Gavenchi or the Calvin Klein award because like, I, I couldn't do it. 
and I, I maybe the Dixie Midnight Runner, Dixie's Midnight yeah, Runner. Award. I, I could, I can't do it. Uh, I would love to do it because, like, I saw a couple of the pictures of him. Like, yo, this dude's like five foot six, but he's fucking ripped. And I'm like, man, I would love to wear like a hillbilly outfit like that, but it's not gonna work. Um, you know, I'd have to wear the long T-shirt or the wife beater. I think that would be good. Like, but Blue Dope, Blue Tarski went to. Uh, Garrett Stubbs. Um, my next award is the Cookie Rojas Award. And this one's like going back. So like anyone who knows, like Cookie Rojas was a player for the Phillies for a long time through the 60s and early 70s. At one time, he played every position. Uh, he played all nine. You know, there wasn't 10 with the DH before. So I'm going to reach back, someone who's still on the 40. Um, that wasn't mentioned. And I'm going to give it to Cody Clemens Four pitching appearances. Uh, he played first base, shortstop, right field and DH. Uh, you know, that's five positions. Like he gets the cookie Rojas award. Um, and the final one is we were all wrong. We were all wrong. And that, you know, again, this one goes to Jeff Hoffman Hoffman. We were all wrong about this dude. Yeah, blood pressure and you know wanting to go underneath the bar here to drink different drinks when any other pitcher is in is escalated hoffman comes in and i'm like hey you know what maybe this one's enough like maybe i'm good for this one like he's in the sixth and the seventh i got a little bit left i'm good jeff hoffman surprised all of us uh Chris, you said it before, and I'm going to echo it again. We were all wrong about Jeff Hoffman. No doubt about that. So hope you like that, those awards. Um, before we go to a next segment, we're going to kind of talk about, like, you know, what are we doing the, for the playoffs? Are we going to games? Where are we watching? What are you thinking? Uh, I'm going to go to a few more of the comments here. But before that, I'm going to have a little sip here. Um, who's going to be our number three starter in the playoffs? Uh, so I'm going to pass this to Dugan, but first I'm going to say our number three starter is going to be our number one starter in the NLDS. Boom. That's what I'm hoping to. I think we win, win two, and then we worry about who's pitching that next game. But I, I think the way it lines up, I, I mean, I, I think it's going to be Ranger, um, Strider Ranger. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be Ranger throwing that game. Um, and unfortunately, it's not in Philadelphia because of the Strider's comments about not liking crowd noise because we would have blown him right out of the stadium with with our fans. Uh, but I, I do think I think I think Ranger's going to be the number three. Yep. All right. So Kelly definitely don't trust Kimber Kimbrel in the playoffs. Man, that's so tough, right? Because you can't leave this dude off. He got us here. But, like, I am worried about this guy. And I think if the ninth inning is right-handed heavy, Kimbrel's coming in. If it's left-handed heavy or even a lefty in there, I think Alvarado's coming in. Do you guys disagree with that? No, I agree. I, th I think Alvarado I might think be that's the closer. How they're doing I, th I, think, I think Alvarado might be the closer regardless. Regard uh, okay. And yeah. I'm good with that. Uh, Storm, hello, fellas. Joe, who's this, John? Oh, that's Jim Brown uh, from Kentucky. That, worried about that's Kimberly. my uncle Jim. He lives in Kentucky. Oh, I that's guess, awesome. I, I guess uh, they're worried about Kimbrel. Okay, that's a, that's yeah, a, yeah, we're all worried about him. Uh, our boy. Uh, well, you know what. It's funny because, like, he's our boy, me and Dugan, because we grew up together with Mike. But me, John, and Mike also have a close uh, connection because we all went to Roman, uh, Roman Catholic High School. So, Bryce928, are you fucking kidding me? It wasn't even close. <laughs> what did he sign there? Like, because it didn't look like Luke. I know everyone's saying that, but I'm not buying it at all. Has anyone I heard that from him? I didn't catch it. I didn't see what it said. I, I've seen people say that that's what he normally signs is that Luke the Luke passage. So I'm okay. assuming it's that. But I, I do like the the walk suggestion there. The, the the Bible according to Bryce. Are you fucking kidding me? It wasn't even close. You know, the Bryce edition. 
he's got to set them up with it. Curveball cannot be the opening pitch that often. Get if he's trying to get it off guards. Yeah, like I agree yeah. with that. We were talking about that before. Um, Mike again called the shit show. Let's see if we got anyone new. Uh, Rob Thompson, manager of the year. Uh, I, I don't uh, think he's in the top 20. Honestly, that's just my yeah. opinion. I don't think Rob Thompson. I think this is one of those things where like, hey, we like Charlie Manuel, but like you got a great team. Just fucking set the lineup properly. Like, what is he really doing? It, the only thing that Topper does is fuck up the bullpen. That's it. <laughs> like, because I don't think he's doing much otherwise, but I, I don't even consider him in the top 20. John, yeah, I would. I think I, I don't consider him either. I think the guy from Arizona yeah. might be the, the front runner. Um, or if the Marlins sneak in, uh, the Marlins manager uh, has a shot at at getting it. But I like Arizona. I mean, that's a team that, you know, kind of came out of nowhere. So, uh, and played play good baseball most of the season and now look like they're going to be a wild card team. So, John, I think your dad's a little upset you took your mom to the game. Oh, here. yeah. <laughs> we, got a, uh, we got a little bit of a quick. problem. Like, yo. About. Real quick, I'm going to take you to a real quick story from years ago. Uh, back, I make a little bit of money now, but back in the day, I could afford the 400s, and, you know, that's all I could afford. So I took my dad to a game, and I had no clue. We were right behind the fucking hole, the foul pole, and he's like, oh, these are phenomenal seats, son. You're always breaking my fucking balls. Like, we were, like, no, I, I'm serious. Like, we were right behind the foul pole. Like, not the net, not the other side of it. And we were like, <laughs> so he's like, oh, you know, you know, maybe a little closer to the action next time. But we haven't been to a game in a while. But, you know, now I'm not climbing up there anymore. <laughs> you know, John Crux in the premium age now, you know, like, you know, 200s, 100s. But, you know, he goes down to shore every summer. So I'm like, you got to let me know. I was told we were laughing last night texting. I said, uh, you got to let me know when you're up or before you go down. I'll get us. I'll get us. Hall of Fame or 200 or 100. But, uh, yeah, that was some little ball breaking by Pops. Love you, Dad. That's good stuff. <laughs> uh, Tasha, so, god damn, this, like, DPF garage party, I wanted no one to win more than Tasha because she was like, I'll come there. I, I think you live in Virginia or somewhere not in P PA. Um, she's basically saying he needs vision surgery. I'm assuming this is uh, Angel, Angel Hernandez. I think he needs more than that. Uh, I, I think he, you know, and I wonder, I don't know how tall he is, but to me, he's like this short guy that has that, like that Napoleon complex. I put out on the page that he needs a standing ovation. Maybe that'll, that'll straighten him out. Like I saw that. Turner. <laughs> I was cracking up. You know what? There should be a new saying. Remember from uh, it's a wonderful life. Every time a bell rings an angel gets his wings. Yeah. Every time a bell rings, Angel fucking blows. <laughs> <laughs> he misses yeah. a call. Yeah, ring the bell though. <laughs> All right, guys, I think we can help Jordan here. He's going to be in Philly next week, and you know, on Wednesday, he's trying to convince his wife to let him go to game two. Mrs. Brown, what's the question about this? The Phillies have played 139 seasons and made the playoffs 16 times. Let Jordan go, Chris. Yeah, Talk to I mean, Mrs. Brown. Uh, Mrs. Brown, Chris and I went to probably five or six games last year during that playoff run, and it was the greatest time of my life. Uh, Phillies fans are the best. There, it was nothing but love down there, a love fest, everybody high five and drinking, having a good time. Don't yep. let Jordan yeah. miss this opportunity. It, it, it's once in a lifetime, like Chris said. It doesn't happen often with the Phillies. Enjoy it while you can. Exactly. John, speak to the camera. Yeah, exactly. You have to go. Last year was my first playoff games ever, ever. I went to, I went to the uh, the first round versus uh, Atlanta. I was, if you heard the game on Fox that day, I was one of the ones screaming DUI every time Ozuna was <laughs> up. Ozuna. Yeah. We were right behind home plate on the concourse. I had the full costume on. We're like DUI, DUI. All my friends are like, dude, is that you guys? Like, I hear you. I'm like, yeah, I'm needing that pack. But, um, and then the pot, I went to a pot, the, the game the next round. And then I, I secured free tickets to the World Series. 
through like a follower of mine on Twitter. And I, I ran into her at the game last night. I'm still thanking her till this day. She worked in the, awesome. uh, the ticket office and gave me uh, free tickets. But you have to go. And um, it, I would bring two things with you. I would buy her a jersey. Or maybe bring divorce papers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but please, uh, yeah, let them go. It's a phenomenal time. There's nothing like it. You actually feel the concrete under the seats rocking when you're there during the playoffs. There's nothing like it. Uh, we're going to do three more comments until we kind of uh, go into the last piece. So Harry was supposed to go to City tonight, but now I have to wait to next spring. As always, fuck the mutts. Uh, you know what? That that place is a piece of shit. John and I were there. Was it two yeah. years ago? City together. Yeah. It's an absolute piece of shit. Uh, be thankful that Mother Nature, you know, derailed that, Harry. Uh, it's it, it's a terrible place. Uh, it's not fun. Uh, it's you know around it. It's kind of like I don't know, Harry, where you're from, but to me. Citibank Field feels like you're at Richmond and Winga Hawking. There's like the shit pit, and then there's like all these like uh. used car like junkyards. It's just, yeah. and then there's like a highway going over it. It's a there's fucking like, disaster. Yeah, it's like, and then like the L stop, it looks like Bridge of Pratt's right there. Yeah, it's and then the it's old like, Bridge and Pratt, like the 80s. The one. old crusty <laughs> green peel and paint Bridge of Pratt. Fucking rusty. It's with, terrible. With Tate's hot dogs there. And um, it's uh, also there's like if you need any car parts, there's like twenty chop shops right across the street, all around it. Mike, <laughs> I, I saw all these fucks come up, and man, this speaks to me. <laughs> fuck Tandick, fuck the Mets, fuck Joe Carter, fuck Scott Rowland, and let's go Phils. Got to stay hot and keep rolling in October. Mike, yeah. appreciate your support. Love all the fucks. Uh, it it really speaks to us. Um. And then we did have a couple of comments that I wanted to get to. And these are, to me, it's an important one uh, because Sig, who's like a big DPF guy, is like all of our personal friends. John knows him. Dugan knows him. Yep. He's asking this particular question. Aside from drinking, what do other DPFers do when their old lady or man are away and they have zero responsibilities? So I'm going to take the first, you know, uh, swing at this, never say old lady like on social media. That's never a good thing. Uh, post that. Uh, what else do I like to do? I, I honestly like, I'm trying to go grow the grass out here. So I'm like out there picking, le uh, picking leaves up, uh, putting fertilizer down. I like think like my little patch of grass outside of DPF garage is like fucking citizens mag park. Um, but that's kind of like what I'm thinking. Dugan, what kind of like words of wisdom do you, do you have for Sig? Yeah, uh, old lady. Yeah, Sig, bad. That's a bad one. Uh, apologize <laughs> no, to Alex no. right now yeah, immediately. immediately. But, but uh, I'm more of a take advantage when she's not there to like watch. If I'm not watching sports, which I watch, you know, all the time, uh, I'll watch like a movie or a TV show that's something that she won't, that I'm look interested in that she might not be. When she's not around, or I'll just freaking sleep because I don't get enough of that normally. So uh, I don't. I'm not. So Chris, I know that you used my Netflix uh, account. <laughs> Have you caught up on Virgin River? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or... I'm all over that. I'm all over that. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that is, but sure, I'm sure it's something, <laughs> something fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Something Tan Dick would watch, I'm sure. Yeah, it's gonna like you know touch your heart, man. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And touch other areas. You got some oil. Yeah, yeah. give me some. Give me yeah. some of that coconut oil. Yeah, lather up a little bit. You know, circular motion. Let the rubber flow, baby. Bag. I'm gonna go out and suntan my ball bag too. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, John, where are you at with us? Um. Well, I don't have a lady right now. I'm probably not the best. <laughs> the best to ask. What, ask so, what, what, what do you do otherwise? Like, if you're not DPFing, what do you do? Like, Well, you know what? Hold Go on. Hold room. on a second. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm going to, like, you know what? Yeah, I'm not John's DPFing. single. John's yeah. single. John's interested. John's a very nice guy. You know what? Like, give John a chance. Let's let's you know. There's a lot of DPF ladies out chance. there. Like, give John, give John a, chance. a chance. 
he loves baseball. If you love baseball, you have something in common immediately. Uh, you know what? Just DM the page and say, hey, John, and just send the number. I, I promise I won't send a picture of myself in these <laughs> at all. I will not do that. Uh, but, but John, like, what do you do otherwise? Like, if a Phil's game isn't on tonight when you're done, like, what are you looking to do? Phil's I think I actually, um, well, you guys know this. I, when the fills aren't on or if they're on earlier or whatever, well, not, I can't do it tonight, obviously, because their seasons are over. But I usually like to stay sharp and like stay tuned in on a, the younger guys. Uh, I usually watch, catch whatever minor league games on of the fills. Or if there's like two or three on at once, I try to catch, you know, all right, well, who's pitching? Oh, Abel's pitching for the, you know, Lehigh or. Oh, Kirk rings down on blue calls, whatever. I try to catch a minor league game. If if I can't catch a minor league game, I'll catch, you know, like a team I like watching. Like I'll catch Orioles or maybe someone in the division. It's, you know, something that's of a, a game of importance. Um, but it's usually baseball. Like if the Phillies aren't on, I'll, I, I, I got to watch another game somehow. Or, yeah. you know, if there's absolutely nothing on, you know, if the union are on, I'll, I just started getting into that, but oh, don't say the union or nothing. No, I just said if nothing <laughs> else is, if there's no baseball on, like uh, I'll watch the yeah. union, and or sometimes I'll have both on. But uh, and as far as thank you for the the plug there, and I also gotta say for for the ladies, let's make it a draw in October. Uh, <laughs> my wife we... just my wife just texted me and asked if this is DPF mingle. <laughs> that that we could we could do like could you know a DPF Tinder and if uh, if you wanna if you wanna subscribe to my OnlyFans I'll be at in I'll be at Home Depot tomorrow in the fan section. <laughs> I'm gonna send these over to John. And he's gonna be on his OnlyFans. You know he's gonna have these. They're size small, but they were for me. You might need a large. I don't know, John. But uh, uh, all right, so. DPF awards might be your best work yet. Andrew, thank you. We appreciate that. Uh, we all work hard at this and take it seriously. So I, I like that. And then John Paul Valinsky, you got to believe. Absolutely. Um, so we're coming up towards the end of the show. Like Chris, what are your plans for the playoffs? And when I say playoffs, like we're just, you know, we're doing a Monday show. So let's just talk about like, what are your plans for Tuesday, Wednesday? Yeah, uh, right now. Word yeah, Thursday. Uh, I got you. I got you. Um, right now, um, I don't. I don't have any plans to go to either one of these games. I've had the opportunity, but um, some of you may know my wife. My daughter's getting married this weekend, so um, I'm kind of be kind of tied up with that tomorrow. Um, it's exciting and fun. But so, uh, gonna unwind and watch those games, and if uh, you know, maybe catch them at the garage with you if you're around, or. Uh, yep. You know, I'll be home in my, my my man cave down here watching the games, uh, rooting the fills on. Cool. Um, but I got a guy, if I wanted to go to the games, I, I got a guy that I know I can get in anytime I want. So uh, so we'll see. Maybe I'll maybe I'll sneak down there for, for one of those two games if uh, if the mood strikes me right. So but right now I'm just looking forward to winning game one, winning game two, and then beating the fuck out of the Braves. What do you got, John? What's your plans? I have uh, I have tickets to Game Three, and when I hope I you don't get up, to use them. <laughs> I I so do I. That's what I was about to say. I'm looking at the t at the at the prices. I went on Game Time, um, and I saw the prices at the time. I got them like a week ago, and they were pretty good prices. I'm like, oh, that's not bad seats. I'm row one under this big scoreboard, upper deck. In case someone hits one up there, can't beat it. I'm gonna be wearing a full costume. Um, I'm hoping we get the both two, the first two too. So that way, that I could use that money for a credit for the next round. But um, yeah. Uh, but also Nola's pitching game two, so we'll see. But yeah, that's what I plan. That's what I plan on doing for game three, if necessary. But yeah, like you said, uh. You know, if the if the garage is if the garage is open, I'll I'll come over and watch watch a couple games with you guys and hope we take the first two. All right, so I'm gonna first say that the garage is open to DPF always, uh, especially like Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, 
the next thing I'm going to say is like, we had the opportunity, Chris uh, sent me an opportunity and uh, Sig said, you know, we have tickets to game three. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm not fucking going. Like there is no game three. Uh, buying a ticket to game three, like I just couldn't do it. I feel superstition. Um, and I know a guy who knows a guy who could maybe get us in. Uh, hey, and that's, like, my I guy is like yeah, Dugan, know you know, guy. he knows someone who knows <laughs> this someone. guy over here. Uh, I don't I know, him, uh, but I know him. Hey, there's a place there, you know, so, I get right in. Maybe, maybe I will. <laughs> uh, I respect every playoff moment that we have. I know it doesn't come along all the time. Uh, I know there's no guarantee that we're going to go on and play the Braves. I feel like we will. Um, but I would love to go. So if someone has a single ticket and wants to, you know, offer it up, I'll pay for whatever it is. Uh, you know, more of like the, the actual price. Uh, I'd like to say if you have three, I want my, my guys to go, Dugan and uh, John. Uh, if you have more than that, I think, you know, Mike and uh, the Butch I would like to go to. But uh, my plan is to like do it here. I've watched, I don't know. Uh, 159 games here, uh, right. you know, minus the games that I went uh, to see. Like, to me, this is like a special place, and I would love to share it with like these guys if we're not going, and you know, maybe a few other select people. So, send us a message and say, like, here's where I think I should come and watch it with you, uh, and and maybe we'll do it, but you know, that's kind of where I am. Uh, I want to go through next, and before we end, Chris, who do you want to play in the first round? In the first round? Um, Tough one. I, I'm a little worried about the way Arizona's set up right now. If they clinch early, because they they will be able to line up Gallon and Merrill Kelly for games one and two. Um, but uh, I think I think if, if I had my pick, it would be the Cubs. I think we could – I think we, we match up well against the Cubs. Uh, Marlins are always a thorn in our side, and Arizona's pitching is a little better than the other two teams. So if I yep. had my pick, it, it would be the Cubs. Cool. John? I'm kind of with Dugan on the Cubs, but there's an old saying, to be the best, you got to beat the best. Bring on the D-backs. I'm not scared. I understand with the Gallon and the Merrill Kelly, but uh, bring on whoever. This is our house. Like the ad advertisement said, this is our house. Let's go. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, I want to play the Marlins. Uh, I, I, yeah. I want to exercise that demon. Uh, and there's another reason because the Marlins have three left-handed uh, relievers. Cave isn't going to be on the roster uh, <laughs> if you play there. And I'd like him off of it. So for that uh, reason, yes. I think it's important to like play the Marlins and exercise that demon not have a cave there. And I don't know, it's maybe it's not Clemens, but it's Wilson, who is like a guy that I like and I just like want to root for. Um, but I'd like to play them. Um, and, you know, I'd like to, we're not going to talk about the next, but, you know, here we are. And I, I don't disagree. So I think we went with, you know, different viewpoints of why or who we want to play. And it's cool with three games left. We have no idea. Um, we're going on an hour here. Uh, I'm going to take three more comments randomly, and then we're going to do the sign-off. Uh, wow. Uh, so my wife hey. said, I, this is like a super surprise. Like, I did something good. I was like, wow. I was like, I saw her on there, and she's like, how many of you had? It wasn't any of that. Like, how long are you going to be out there? like the fucking garage uh, again she's saying good advice and i assume this is like to sig like don't call her old lady um renee is a young beautiful vibrant excellent wife uh and that's and that's always what you say she might have got excited when you took those little uh that little thong off there too chris you never know no i think she vomited <laughs> like she definitely got disgusted over that. it was she's like it's sitting on the bar right now. Like it's terrible. Like, but oh my God, they do smell so good. They really do smell so good. 
Oh wait, hold on a second. Like, oh, wait, I I don't want to not do chains, guy. Uh, they make into game three. Uh, no, I, I let's not even talk about that. Is that Philly? That's that's Philly chains guy. Yeah, he's the guy that did that uh, meme that you posted. So yeah, yeah, appreciate you doing that. That's good that's shit, a cool man. dude. That yeah, he's a cool dude. I'll be in game well three if necessary. Chains guy, we'll we'll talk. It's not as good as our stuff with my man Dugan, <laughs> but like or, or you know John, but. The shit was really good, so uh, <laughs> you get your props for that. Well, we got it. Mara? Love Mara. Uh, DPFMingle.com. So, like, this is like Christian go. Mingle, but you got to love baseball. <laughs> and beer. And or, beer. Or, like, well, yeah, just like Duke had said, instead of farmers only or whatever, I'm like drinkers <laughs> only. <laughs> Jesus. Like, this is, like, terrible. We're going to end with this because I said three. Like, Sig says, the old lady says you guys are boring. I don't, I, I don't think the old lady said that at all because I think Alex likes each of us and you're a little jealous. Yeah, and that's what it is because we're like, agree. Alex is a young, vibrant lady, and yeah. I, I get it. <laughs> uh, but Sig, thanks for tuning in. I hope you and Boomer enjoyed the show. Um, I want to give each of us today a chance to do a fuck the. So, John, who do you have on our sign off? Fuck. Fuck Angel Hernandez. Okay. Chris? Fuck our next opponent, whoever it is. Love that. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to, like, not do the FSR, uh, which I want to do, but it's still we're, – we're playing the Mets, and I still want to beat them. I don't give a shit if we win or lose, kind of, but I want to beat them because uh, it's just nice to, be, to fuck the Mets. So – Thanks for tuning in. I know it's a Friday night. Uh, no Phil's game. We're going to be on on Monday doing like a playoff preview uh, or more of a wild card preview. So thanks for everyone for tuning in. John and Dugan, great job tonight. And uh, go Phil's. Go Phil's. <laughs>